This is CES Tech Talk. I'm James Kotecki, bringing you one of my favorite C-Space studio interviews from CES 2024. I had a lot of great conversations in Las Vegas, and I know you're going to like this one, so enjoy. Welcome back to the C-Space studio. I'm your host, James Kotecki, here at CES 2024, joined by Mark Marshall of NBC Universal. You, sir, are the chairman of Global Advertising and Partnerships, and we welcome you to the C-Space studio. Thank you. Thank you very much, James. Happy to be here. Um, I understand you recently were named uh, to the position of chairman of Global Advertising and Partnerships, and so what does that actually mean? What is your role? Uh, I oversee all of our uh, global ad sales, national ad sales, local ad sales, as well as our tech and marketing. Um, for all of NBC Universal. Okay, so that's does that include Peacock streaming? It does. It includes Peacock as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you got that. Yeah. That's a good In, job. Peacock. Indeed. Um, and so we're here at the beginning of 2024. What are some of the trends that are in your head as you're thinking about the year ahead? Yeah, I think when we think about it, obviously streaming, as you brought up, Peacock is obviously a big one for everyone right now. I think as we think about streaming, the thing that we're noticing is in our world is streaming is actually bringing in a new audience. It's not just cannibalizing linear. So if you think of Sunday Night Football on NBC, Premier League, NASCAR, golf, all of those grew on linear mm -hmm. as well as grew on digital this year. Yeah. So actually streaming is bringing in new audience. And it, as it brings in that new audience, because you're on streaming, you're able to reach them in different ways yeah. with programmatic and different elements that allow more advertisers mm -hmm. into that. Um, this brings up a question I've often wondered, and I have so many of these conversations about streaming, and ultimately, is everything just going to be streaming? Is there any fundamental reason why linear should continue to exist after all the people who just refuse to switch to streaming you know, are gone? Is there, is there, any, like, is there anything that's like still good about it from a technological perspective? Well, the, the craziest part about it is uh, when you think about it, the consumer does not see a difference in it. Mm -hmm. All they know is it's being served on a television screen. 95% yeah. of all of our digital impressions are served on a television screen. Mm -hmm. So what it is is the consumer mindset has changed. As an industry, we haven't changed as much as we need to. So mm -hmm. measurement was still bifurcated, yeah. and that's what we've been working on, and that's what we announced this week is a way to bring together linear and digital together instead of mm -hmm. bifurcating it because, mm -hmm. to your point, consumers don't see a difference at this yeah. point. And it's just how the, it's delivered, whether it was delivered from a TV ad server or from a digital ad server, the consumer doesn't yeah. know. So you're bringing those two things together with your announcement here. Ultimately, do you see a world where even you know advertisers here, we're just not really talking about the difference as much. It's just it's it's not as big of a deal in conversations like this. I think I think the challenge was because we measured them separately, it we bifurcated it. So you would have a linear schedule and digital schedule, and then you would duct tape them together at the end yeah. and pretended that was cross-platform. Really what we've developed is a completely new tool and system that allows you to look at linear and digital all on one plan. And you'd yeah. be able to see what percentage of it was delivered on linear, what was delivered on digital, where the overlap was. Yeah. That's never mm -hmm. existed before. Mm -hmm. So I think what you're going to start to see is advertisers who love the reach of television for you know industries like autos or studios, where you need that quick hit, mm -hmm. that instantaneous reach. That's really hard to do on streaming. Mm -hmm. And so you still want that huge reach, but you want the yeah. precision of digital. Yeah. So this allows you to get both of them yeah. together as one. 
Uh, there's one or two interesting events coming up in the year 2024. How are you preparing for the major news events that are going to be coming our way this year? Yeah, well, we, we obviously have uh, the election that will impact all of us. And then at NBC, the big one we have is the Olympics in Paris. So yeah. we are excited to uh, have the games. Mm -hmm. You know, we had a run uh, in Asia. We're very excited to have it in Paris, I think. Yeah. We'll get to do some storytelling. We haven't had fans in the stands for two different games as well oh, that's true so you yeah. think about that those shots of the parents yeah. watching their you know their kid who mm -hmm. is swimming you know yeah. their 30 seconds that they've trained for their whole life yes and we'll get to have that back the other thing that will be nice is the time zone difference will be a lot of the events will be during the day mm. and so at night we'll actually get to do some more of the storytelling mm -hmm. that we kind of missed in asia yeah. because there were so many live events mm -hmm. that what the feedback we got from consumers yeah. was we missed the background mm -hmm. stories of that. Yeah. So it'll be a curated nighttime prime time, mm -hmm. plus mm -hmm. with more of the storytelling. Mm -hmm. And then on the streaming, it, the Olympics will be the biggest streaming event that have ever happened. Yeah. Over 17 days, um, it'll be an unbelievable big event. And do you have to um, invent or invest in kind of new technologies to actually make that happen behind the scenes. I'm the consumer, as we talked about. I just turn on my TV and I want to watch rowing, and, I, and there it is. But behind the scenes, because of the scope and the scale of this, have you had to work very hard behind the scenes yeah, to make that happen? we have. I mean, it's 7,000 hours of programming. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you think about that, that's like 10 months of programming yeah. that all happens in 17 days. So the coordination you know, yeah. starts uh, when we uh, close the flame in one summer games, it really starts as we yeah. build towards the next one. So we'll be excited because this will be the first summer games where every event will be streamed on Peacock, mm -hmm. um, whereas Tokyo, we did not have that mm -hmm. at that point yet. We're talking a lot about AI here at CES and in the C-Space studio, obviously. Yeah. I wonder, is there, maybe there's some, using the Olympic tags as potentially an example, are there ways that we're going to see AI in front of the camera, behind the scenes, Gen AI. Are we going to see that show up at the Olympics 2024 in ways we haven't before? I don't know if you'll see it in the Olympics yet, because really the generative, you, you have to get through one game to be able to program what the AI will learn from next I games. see, yeah. So you kind of have to get through yeah. one, mm -hmm. one cycle of what it is. But what I think you will start to see is we're using AI in our new one platform total audience where what we're doing as we're building plans is we're looking at tone, emotion, uh, and what shows are gonna make the most sense mm -hmm. for an advertiser. Before, it was, I kind of think these mm -hmm. shows might do it, does well on reaching adults mm -hmm. 18 to 49. Now we actually get to layer on a whole level yeah. of AI and machine learning mm -hmm. that will help us. And then we'll also be able to take those learnings and actually equate it back to programming as well. Mm -hmm. What's working, what's resonating, yeah. what viewers are being drawn to what types mm -hmm. of programming. Do comedies work better for autos or does toilet paper work better in dramas? Okay. Like you'll start to learn more about the advertiser. Now I'm curious. Messaging. I kind of want to know the answer to that I know. question. I know. Well, um. by this time next year, I'll have a whole yeah. array for you. Um, you mentioned tone and emotion. Nowhere are, are tone and emotion running higher than in uh, presidential elections. And obviously yeah. 2024 is yeah. going to be a major one. And so as an organization, how are you thinking about or preparing for this election differently? I, I, I really, from your perspective, in terms of the way that you know brands and advertisers are going to be 
wanting to or not wanting to play uh, a role in, I suppose there's two ways to think about it, right? So there's the coverage aspect of it from your yep. organization, and then there's the political campaigns that want to advertise. Right. There's so much to unpack here. This could be, it's an entirely separate, this could be an entirely separate episode, but yeah. I'm just curious if you have some quick thoughts on that. Well, it's interesting just because of the breadth of our news programming where you, on CNBC, the coverage is really around, you know, the financial yeah. and jobs market. MSNBC has more of the news side of it. Nightly News has more of the stories in the background mm -hmm. around it. So you're going to have all these different ones, and then everyone wakes up with the Today Show to hear mm -hmm. what's going on with that. So it's actually the most watched news organization anywhere NBC is when you look at it. And we also broadcast in English and in Spanish. Yeah. So we take it very seriously of that opportunity to make sure we're telling the right stories to the uh, American public. And from an advertiser standpoint, what we've tried to do is make sure that we've gone to the marketplace as someone, as we would take any property to the marketplace to say, this is the mm -hmm. type of organization that we're going to deliver. Someone may want to go into more of a hard news with an MS, uh, whereas nightly news has a different feel on that. Today's yeah. show is a different feel. So based on their, their level of in-depth uh, that they want to get in mm -hmm. the election, they can kind of pick yeah. and choose the news organization. That and, makes more sense. Yeah, makes sense. And are you... Uh, are there an emerging set of rules either within the organization or maybe with your uh, your fellow news organizations around the kinds of political advertising you would accept vis-a-vis -vis Gen AI? Is there any kind of ethical or moral consensus there? Because I know a lot of people are worried about that yeah. from the perspective of what kind of ads are we going to see in this, this election, yeah. this, this brave new world of AI? I mean, I think the advantage that we offer at NBC, not just an election, is there's nothing that goes on our air or that includes content or commercial that does not go through a standards board. Mm -hmm. So I think what you are referring to a lot of times in the social side of things that happen is even if your content might be fine, what's adjacent to it might not be where yeah. you want your brand associated mm -hmm. to. So I think what we're going to start to hear over the next year is adjacency will start to become way more important. So love talking to you. And as we wrap up here, we'd love you to fill in the blank. 2024 will be the year of blank. Uh, year of blank, all right. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say in a hopeful sense, I think 24, because we have changes coming in linear measurement with Nielsen, we have changes coming with cookies going away. I think we've talked about change for a long time. I think 24 is a year change actually does happen. Well, thanks so much, and hopefully you'll come back and tell us all about it. Uh, next year at CES 2025, Mark Marshall, NBC Universal. thank you so much. Thank you very much. And Appreciate I hope it. to be in that audience in Paris waving the American flag with a crazy American hat or wig on. you got to do face painting what, as well. If I've, you want to get on I've camera, always wanted to. I've painting. always wanted to be that guy. This could yeah, be my year. I really appreciate that. I appreciate it. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation from CES 2024. That's our show for now, but there's always more tech to talk about. Hit that YouTube subscribe button, leave a comment, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartMedia, or wherever you're getting this show. And get more CES at ces.tech. That's ces.tech. I'm James Kotecki, Talking Tech on CES Tech Talk.